0: What's wrong with The Brave Little Toaster?
1: It's a really fucked up traumatic movie.
0: <laughs> okay. I don't think I've ever seen it because everyone always says that and I have no fucking clue what they're talking about.
1: I haven't watched Like ever. I haven't watched it since I was a little kid. and
0: That's what, the general consensus I, among people our age. But I
1: do still have very strong memories of it and they're all bad. Like They're, they're all like bad. They're all of main characters being maimed or killed. Well. Yeah, but like in really upsetting ways. Well. It's Don Bluth, I think. Right. So (laughs) there's your sign.
0: Hmm. Oh, well.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it'll, uh, fuck you up. Even as an adult, I would imagine. But I don't know. If you never watched it when you were a kid, it probably wouldn't really garner any significant.
0: I really need to, like, get everyone I know who's seen it as a child in the same room Lock you all in and just record the experience from behind a uh, two-way mirror
1: That sounds torturous in a way.
0: It's very Abed-esque. Abba? Abed.
1: Oh, yes. From Community.
0: Oh, good. Already getting interrupted. Welcome back to Otaku, everybody. okay so this is our august podcast redux since the first recording was absolute horseshit garbage thanks Um, to yours truly
1: yeah you just you know it's the wrong audio channels yeah we got the room mic experience instead of
0: but we're not even like that far away from each other but it still sounded so fucking terrible like
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then i'm just thinking
0: back to all those times where we were sitting like across the table from each other
1: and we were like, why does it sound so bad?
0: And I'm like, why is he so quiet? Yeah. And then, like, I put a microphone up to your face, and I actually learned how to work the software, and it's just like, oh, he's so loud.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was dumb of me, I guess, because I should have realized sooner what was happening, but, oh. oh. Well.
0: Jinx. <laughs> you know what sounds really good right now?
1: Um, I don't know. What sounds really good right now, other than donuts? We have ice cream. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's see if we can get through the podcast episode. Yeah, let's then... see if we can
0: just plod through this. Let's
1: just plow through it.
0: Like it's a... Oh.
1: Let's plow it. Let's, let's just plow this this episode.
0: Okay. So, ooh, all right. What? That's, let's plow through this episode and also plow back through our fields by talking about Fruits Basket. Um, also Redux, the 2019 version. Only season one.
1: Mm. Yeah. Uh, neither of us had ever seen anything, but both of us were aware.
0: I was lightly warned.
1: Lightly warned. Well, yeah, that but that was after we had started watching it. No. No. Oh, I okay. had seen
0: stuff about people crying watching it earlier in the year, and I was just like, "Oh, surely that's just season finale bullshit."
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: It's not. No. Spoiler warning. It's not. You gonna mm-hmm. be crying like at least at least by the seventh episode, if not before. Because I think that was when I really started fucking crying. Was like episode seven.
1: Yeah, they really kind of um, pull you in to thinking that it's just going to be some nice little slice of life. Um, we were talking last time on whether or not we agreed that it was a c- categorically would be a reverse harem or not.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know, but there's
0: implications with reverse harem specifically that I i'm not like comfortable discussing because these characters are mainly minors
1: yeah no i get that but i mean you know most of the well tenshi moyo is complicated because they are mostly space aliens and they're yeah. like air quotes hundreds of ye- or thousands of years old why though, air quotes well because it's it's like obviously they're not intended to come across as if they're actually that old because of the way that they act and the way they look.
0: Listen, aliens age differently.
1: I know it's just very convenient <laughs> for the plot purposes, but uh, that's not that's not the case here.
0: Yeah. So, um, on top of the Fields trip, that was the entirety of season one, like with a big old uh whopper, uh with cheese at the end. Um, I didn't even. Mean for that to be punny with the whole cheese thing, but the end is kind of cheesy. Well, the whole thing is cheesy. Um, anyway, <laughs>
1: what the fuck I, saying? I don't know what <laughs> <laughs> something <God>. about food <laughs> and cheese.
0: Uh, okay, and whoppers. Well, no, I was talking about the feels trip. Oh, yeah, so I don't know, but there were a lot of doors getting broken. That- I'm going to hate editing this.
1: (laughs) There's a lot of doors.
0: I'm already going to not edit this because I'm going to get about five minutes into it, which we are right now. And I'm going to be like, nope.
1: Okay. This
0: is pure chaos on my end right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, you don't need to do that. So it's just fine to let it roll. You know, screw it. Screw it. Yeah. Yeah. uh, There's a lot of uh, property damage and destruction, uh, unwanted destruction um
0: also a lot more than i thought there was gonna be
1: yeah that's definitely a reoccurring uh i was like they're gonna do it
0: like like a couple (laughs) times for like gaggy stuff and it's just like nope it just keeps happening at least once an episode
1: the hits just keep on coming
0: yeah um yeah so let's talk about how unhinged speaking of doors (laughs) How unhinged uh, these kids are because of their fucking like assload of trauma.
1: Yeah, they all have. It's like the trauma, traumatopolis population. Them.
0: Traumatopolis. Yeah,
1: the city of trauma. <laughs> the city of shitsville. Traumopolis, I think it's like Trambopolis. It's it's just <a> shit sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, shit sucks. Shit
1: sucks. The movie. <laughs> yeah. The anime.
0: Like, the first time we recorded this, we went into, like, kind of an in-depth um, discussion about how other cultures still use um, the descriptor word black as meaning inherently evil or bad. Um, but the subtitles for this, like, they are clearly saying black haru. Yeah. For when this one character, like, lets his dark side out or whatever. But in the subtitles, <clears throat> it said dark.
1: It's like when he gets edgy in a, in a shitty Sonic game.
0: And then I gave you, like, a quick German lesson that I gave you the meaning to Schwarzfahren and, and explain that. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: you've already heard it. And if you're really curious, you can always just look, at, look it up with um, listeners, not you. I'm looking directly at you, but I'm talking to them. <laughs> so I yes. can't see them. <laughs> <clears throat> yes,
1: yes. The theoretical listeners, yes. Yeah. Go, go check it out. All two of them. All two of them. Um, now, that was interesting. But yeah the Japanese do some interesting things sometimes. And it just comes across depending on who or which uh, subgroup you're, you are you know, consuming the media through, um, whether they choose to keep it the same or if they're changing it for various reasons. And obviously, I feel like that one was, you know, one of them that had, you know, because we're watching this on uh, Netflix right? um, or Crunchyroll.
0: Crunchyroll.
1: Okay. So whoever... Edited it on Crunchyroll for the subtitle, you know, had their specific uh, way of looking at it. And were are like, maybe we should change that. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, it's always interesting to see how that stuff comes across. There was a huge conversation on um, something that Bruno says in the, in the part five manga that about Mista perhaps committing some crimes while in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, of a very specific nature, which I'm not going to get into because it's very discoursey and you and I both agree that it's shitty. But uh, it was there was a lot of chit chat about, oh well, like translators were like super edgy at this point. like what if someone just translated it poorly and said this instead? and like all this other stuff. But yeah, it was um, it was very interesting because people were like, no, like original translation. The original word, like written by Iraqi, meant this specifically. So it's just, like up to the future translators to <laughs> do with it what they will.
1: Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Um. Other than that specific instance, and you know, like you said, a it, his whole edgy side or whatever is a reoccurring thing. It's not like it's not like pervasive or anything, but, but it's, it happens several times.
0: Yeah, and it's actually kind of for comedic effect
1: well yeah i mean he's like a super softy like lazy like you know fall asleep standing up kind of character and then all of a sudden his dark side comes out and it's like no no <laughs> <laughs> what
0: is that what it's like yeah
1: it's like oh no I'm okay gonna, i'm gonna slap your butt
0: yeah okay that's why it's oh no mm-hmm. um yeah all the adults have like just as much trauma um if you don't know the premise of fruits basket it's basically like this girl stumbles upon a whole family of people who are like imbued or uh, possessed with the eastern zodiac signs plus one Mm -hmm. and so she like accidentally figures this out and it's a whole big thing where like the the people born with the zodiac possession are treated as outsiders but also like they they are sequestered like almost like well it's
1: the whole the whole clan and it's like a clan because they have their own like estate where they are living there and working there, but they have some outsiders that are in there. But only like a couple people in this whole huge commune, right? But it's obvious they want to them. keep the
0: zodiac like a secret. So they have like this outer clan and inner clan, and the inner clan is treated like outsiders, and the outer clan is like supposed to be like the the more normal of them. But it seems like this trauma is just passed around from person to person, like unceasingly. Doesn't matter. Yeah which side of the clan you fall
1: on like everyone is in the shit basically, right and so for this, different reasons. this
0: human girl is like trying to i think inadvertently uh heal like all this stuff that's happening so it's it's an interesting premise it's definitely not the cutesy pie little like slice of life Thing that I thought it was going to be. Well,
1: it starts off like that for sure. Yeah. Well, for the like, first ten minutes, you. It <laughs> and then it's all of a, a sudden like, you. oh,
0: she's homeless. <laughs> well, yeah, but
1: it was at least like presented like in a like a, oh like whatever. I think because of her personality, like yeah. she's just like oblivious to the shit storm that is her life, right? Literally, um,
0: maybe not oblivious, but maybe just choosing mm, to ignore it. She just
1: tamps it all down, deep, deep down. Yeah,
0: hooray, traumatized characters. Um, Can we talk about i'm sorry did you have something else
1: no i was just gonna say that like but that's just the first season and i have a feeling with the way that the first season ended that it like we're just barely scraping the tip of the iceberg on that shit
0: yeah 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 um but yeah speaking of traumatizing uh shokugeki no soma the fifth course fifth uh season whatever you want to call it uh traumatized me yeah immensely
1: talk about it (laughs) why don't you talk about it nerd
0: like, okay, so first of all, we get introduced to get a new character, surprise, surprise, he's the new bad guy. Oh. And he is, like, actively seeking to marry Erina, even though he gets hired as a teacher at Totsuki. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, wait a minute, because this girl can't be older than 17. I don't know what the age of consent for marriage is in Japan. That's on me. Um... <laughs> But it's still I'll a little check, squick.
1: Check on that one.
0: Yeah, it's still a little squick to and, me. And she
1: fucking hates him. Like, she, she doesn't has no even know, interest.
0: She doesn't know who he is. Right.
1: Like, everything about it is just like, anyway, no, don't do that.
0: It's so cringe. They, like, they jumped the shark probably in season three and just kept doing it. And I really miss the early earlier seasons that focused on the recipes and the food being made. With, like, the little, like, moments of like, etchy or whatever you want to call it, like, as just kind of, like, comedic, like, okay, that's weird, but, like, kind of funny, (laughs) like, ha, ha. But that food looks so good, and the way they explain it, like, of course people's clothes would be getting blown off.
1: Like, to taste. Right. But now it's just literally a part of the, there's, like, Like, People have superpowers. There's a rationalization for it literally, like, blasting your clothes off. And instead of it being like, oh, it's got to be a metaphor for how delicious it is, it's like, nope. These people are literally getting blasted into the nude.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And I fucking hate, hate the villain uh in season five yeah and not not because like i hate him for the right reasons that you should hate a villain like be like oh this bastard that dude's
0: messed up in the head no i just fucking he's gonna commit genocide given the chance yeah he's just
1: a lazily written character like he's just the ultimate archetype bad guy that just checks all the boxes just like
0: sitting in the background twirling his mustache going
1: yeah i'm just like okay you're evil and you're an asshole basically for the sake of being an asshole Yeah, And he's supposed to be a teacher, like you said. And yet he immediately goes out of his way to just, like, try to undermine and destroy the the, the education and future of his students. Like, what the
0: (laughs) I know we don't talk about it much on this podcast. We do talk about it a lot um, offline that um, the pressure on mangakas to, like, produce stuff so that the animation studios can then turn around and animate it is huge. And, Mm -hmm. like really massive pressure and so i wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if the first three volumes of shokugeki like got published and then the anime got picked up and so they had material and then by the time you know four and five rolled around it was like scrambling for storylines scrambling for this scrambling for that scrambling Mm -hmm. the eggs get it (laughs) because of the cooking show yeah
1: Thanks. I'm making a race in the morning, so that's I know cool. I'm
0: so fucking stoked about that, dude.
1: Um, yeah, it definitely does feel like that, and I guess that would make a lot of sense considering what we both interpreted as a pretty dramatic fall off in like writing quality, yeah, um, between the third, like you know, from the from the third to the fourth and fifth seasons, which is unfortunate. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna say I didn't enjoy the fifth season still because it was, it was still, still fun, enjoyable, but it just basically, like you said. Completely junk to char completely threw everything out the window and was just embracing. It's like nothing all of a sudden people can ridiculous. just
0: have superpowers.
1: Yeah, and there was no like the the entirety of season five is essentially contained to this one venue yeah. and this one competition. And so it kind of messes with your your interpretation of or your uh, your exposure level to the um, the threat. you're perceiving it to the main characters yeah because there's
0: many threats that lead up to the big threat
1: yeah but it's still like he's there the whole time and you're just like
0: Uh uh-huh yeah
1: you're like okay like we get it you're Uh you're just an asshole and a perv for for why for what basically because he can be right that's just because he that he filled the role as presented by the story so
0: yeah so I'm gonna throw a curveball real quick. I don't know and again I'm not editing this. I'm so sorry y'all. Actually consensus made. Alright so <laughs> last time we
1: Last time on Dragon Ball PP.
0: Last time we tried recording this episode we actually spent uh, the last little bit talking about Shippuden because we needed a short episode because Ida was coming and then Ida was coming. Um, she <laughs> gone be. She uh, is gone and um, needed to get cats medicated and all that good stuff so we're we are watching shippuden and we're trudging through it because i had an incident earlier this week where surprise surprise a bunch of snakes showed up on the screen and i actually had to go like dry heave over the toilet for a minute because i thought i was gonna
1: barf almost did a vom.
0: yeah and then um i saw real snakes a couple days after that and so my week's been like just fucking top notch But um, Mm. since we have a little bit more leeway this time, a little more time, I really kind of want to talk about uh, Kakegurui season one because we just started watching that.
1: Gambling addict.
0: Yeah. um, So uh, we've seen the cosplays on TikTok.
1: Yeah. Like it's very popular on TikTok. So we were like, huh. Lots of people seem to be really into this, especially and a couple. We heard characters. that audio
0: compilation, so we knew we were in for some weirdness.
1: It's just so I feel like Kakeguri Gurui is one of those perfect examples of how mangakas and Japanese media have somehow managed to take and home the ability to perfection of taking literally anything any concept in somehow turning it into this ridiculous story that has like no thresholds and it's like it's worthy of being a manga or an anime like it's literally if you think about it it's like okay so they gamble at school like that's the baseline and it's concept. not
0: just that they gamble at school it's that it's a gambling based school
1: right but it's but that's only because of the students like we you never see the teachers like, literally ever um as far as i know they technically go to class but <laughs> like to what end because they're all mega rich even the even the ones that are like even the students that are seen as being poor or unable to gamble as effectively because they don't have like hundreds of millions of dollars of their parents assets to gamble away like they're still basically like you could go off and do whatever you want because your family's rich as shit but it's just it's just crazy to me that it's just like, yeah, you can make this a high-stakes, super, you know, tense anime with this Yeah, pretense. of
0: course you can. It's gambling. Like, as annoyed know. as we are with all the casino commercials that come up, like, for us constantly, like, <clears throat> gambling yeah. is one of the easiest concepts to take and make. What if we really, like, just made it absurdly ridiculous with the stakes?
1: Well... And maybe, the
0: and the and the characters I mean, like maybe, just take gamblers and turn it up to eleven. Take like regular casino stakes and turn it up to eleven.
1: I mean, maybe and it also, then
0: make them all fifteen.
1: Maybe it also has something to do with the fact that gambling is technically illegal in Japan. So
0: yeah, well, it's technically legal in the United States.
1: <laughs> I, yes, that's what I meant. But like, only
0: in parts. <laughs>
1: It's very legal in a lot of the United States to gamble. It's, as far as I'm aware, still 100% illegal to gamble in a literal sense in all of Japan.
0: Oh, I thought you said it was legal. No. I didn't hear the ill it part. It is
1: illegal to gamble in Japan.
0: Well, even more fun then.
1: Pach- you can use pachinko parlors as a, like, a way to cleverly get around that rule, but it's still you can't like conventionally gamble legally in Japan so okay. maybe that adds to the allure of it and like the kind of just like ooh, this is like really crazy stuff high stakes
0: I don't know I'm not getting that vibe from this anime I got the I got more of a vibe of um gambling is totally legal and that's why like we know everything about everything and how to like cheat the best and how to like Bend the rules the best and the, like she the main character knew like fucking um jabami like she knew every fucking trick in the book every single one they made that blatantly clearer than the first three episodes
1: yeah yeah i mean yeah it's true but i don't think there's any reason other than the fact that she's obsessed with it for any normal or typical let's say typical high school girl in japan to or high school person in general in japan to be that you know knowledgeable about gambling
0: i don't know i just figured it was part of that universe
1: right well like even like i said like with pachinko parlors it's literally like the pachinko balls where you just collect as many as you can a la you know an arcade game essentially and then you go exchange them in another in another store for either a cash prize or something else that can be exchanged for cash so It's not like you go to one of these places and play poker or blackjack or something, which is the kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just, it's, it's very entertaining and it's very intense and it's way over the top. So I'm into it.
0: All right. Good deal. (laughs) So this is really fascinating to me because we are literally watching the same anime and yet we got like totally separate. You were thinking of it like as like more of a, in a realistic sense like okay this is a this is a fictional person representing a real person who went to a real school in japan and the only way she would know about like all this gambling stuff is if she was like utterly obsessed with it and like studied it and all this other stuff and i'm sitting here watching this like okay this is definitely like in some fictional part of or like fictional japan hmm. and like gambling's totally legal like all their parents do it obviously otherwise i don't think they would you know, let their kids go to a school like this and like potentially gamble away all their assets. Like obviously these kids have been raised since like they were born to like read people and like be experts in gambling and that kind of thing.
1: Hmm.
0: And that's really fascinating to me that like the same people are watching the same thing on the same TV at the same time and get such completely different.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I looked at it, like you said, from a realistic angle and also unfortunately maybe it's the other media that we've consumed with rich kids having shitty parents that don't seem to really like give a damn about them in any real sense and just send them off to do whatever maybe i just assumed it was like yeah their parents are off doing millionaire things and they couldn't give a shit less you mean
0: billionaire things
1: billionaire things right um and couldn't give a shit less honestly about what their kids are doing or where they're going other than it's a prestigious academy of some sort that they
0: right they're
1: uh, they're rich friends also like, send their kids to but like
0: would this school have a dormitory like if if the parents are sending their kids off to this kind of like prestigious academy like boarding school almost like you'd think there would be like on-site facilities but it again does. yeah i didn't get that perception i got the perception that they were all like leaving at the end of the day
1: yeah, and it's going like a home high school other than the fact that there's some parts of it that are like ridiculously lavish and opulent but the I, classrooms I like, are just like like whatever
0: yeah so in my head it's not like it's not like it's prestigious in that only like multi-million or billionaires can can send their kids to it's like you have to know you have to know your shit like you have to be worthy to go there and know your gambling shit so in my mind it was like well obviously like it's legal and They've been doing it and fucking fruit flies, dude. I swear to God.
1: So I get that, but the only thing that makes me think maybe I'm not trying to
0: argue with you. I'm just, I'm fascinated that you and I came at this from like two completely different perceptions.
1: <clears throat> maybe I'm also thinking because of the initial way that the protagonist is perceived as being just like this. Like, you know, positive, goody two shoes who does, who has like no idea about anything really. Cause like the first episode, she's just like, like, oh, Miss, Miss Positive, Miss Happy. I'm just so happy to be anywhere with my new friends. And like, and all of a sudden it's just like, oh, she's bad crazy. Yeah. Just like she's, everybody else.
0: She's insanely polite and super upbeat for sure. Like her demeanor, um, like Jabami's demeanor is completely like wildly extroverted. And like, I'm just here to have a good time, but also, like, make some friends. Yeah. And then, you know, it. she's insane. <laughs> like, she's...
1: she's literally has a very real gambling addiction. Yes. Like, in, a crippling gambling addiction.
0: Absolutely, like, willing to literally bet your own life kind and, of addiction. And your
1: friends' lives. And your friends' lives. Like, with a smile on your face. Like, h- happily clasping so, your, your hands around theirs and convincing them to...
0: Yeah. yeah. So despite the the TikTok media we've seen of this, um I just I really wasn't prepared for the level of actual insanity. And like mm. some of it actually made me very uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, it's not it's not a fun time. It's yeah. like most of it's not a fun time because firstly because it makes me very uncomfortable thinking of the stakes that are at basically any level of gambling that they do in this show, at a baseline is talking about thousands of dollars at the at the at the cheapest entry level it's like several thousand dollars never mind by the time you get to the climax of everything which you're dealing with tens or hundreds of millions of dollars on the, on the line
0: there were billions of dollars being bet at the,
1: at the very end when everyone's literal fucking livelihood i thought that's
0: what you were talking <clears throat> about you're like at the at the very climactic point <sighs> yeah
1: i guess I, it's hard it's hard sometimes because i have a hard time Remembering if it's divide being divided by a hundred or a thousand, it's obviously approximately a hundredth of a yen is you know or a hundred times About, the value. Yeah. So re- regardless, it's fucking bonkers, like mm-hmm. absolutely crazy money, and it's just hilarious. That they're just Yeah, they're all just like for the most part, like the the main the big bads like the student council are just like "Mm, (laughs) yes let me let me pull my Mm, checkbook out Mm -hmm. and and shit another 25 million dollars onto the floor like
0: yeah but also there's some like fuckery going on with the student council president that i'm still not sure what the hell's going on with that and um there's a second season out and i am looking forward to watching that so i guess we'll have more to talk about um with that at another time i'm trying to think what else we've been oh we started watching the haikyuu
1: yeah rewatching, kind of well because i barely of. even remember you, the first time we started watching it.
0: you were watching it and i think i was doing other stuff if you started watching it this time last year i was probably starting i was probably starting my Kingtober stuff
1: yeah i mean I, it, like i maybe got In quotes, three episodes in, where like I said, like two and a half, yeah, like I barely even remembered it anyways. So it wasn't, it was no major thing having to restart it. It wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm already two seasons in and you gotta catch up,
0: right? But we're not done with the first season yet, right? No, yeah, so but we're close, I feel like. Yes, we've got to be really close. It's
1: very fun, it's very wholesome. In a in a goofy way, like it's it's an interesting anime because I like how
0: you say it's wholesome and then but like half the time you and I are sitting next to each other and how couch going, gay.
1: Yeah, it's wholesome. <laughs> like I feel like I'm. This show makes me feel in a weird way, very familiar with the characters because they're very following a lot of the. The shonen tropes that we are that are near and dear to our hearts. Um, Mm. Yeah, I I get a lot of uh, like a lot of. Let me think. Like a lot of My Hero Academia trope kind of feel from you know from some of the characters and a lot of a little bit of Naruto. You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's like I'm putting together I'm like a salad bar. Get a little anime. bit
0: of get a little bit of eat dory Can I get a, I get a, uh, a little bit of Fushiguro? Yeah, it's like
1: i like oh I know you and it doesn't help that the fucking voice actors are all
0: All the same <laughs> from those
1: animes anyways, so that doubles down on it, but um it's a fun show. And it doesn't make me sad inside for the most part.
0: Right. Not yet anyways. Because <sighs> remember, we did watch Bakuten and we both got a little sad inside at some of it.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. Bakuten was a, a very nice break from most of the norm because like so Haiku and Bakuten on a surface level are very similar when you would describe them to somebody. But the approach that they take to the same end goal is very different. Um, and also, I feel like the way that they are building the experience of a team is very different. I like it. I do too, but I'm I, not
0: saying you didn't, just to be clear
1: oh. <laughs> um Baku ten was a very like lift each other up, and I don't mean that just because it's, it's rhythmic literally gymnastics. yeah, um <laughs> yeah. But in a in a non in a non literal sense, they for the most part the entire show are just like we can do this. We just need to band together, and then they do the thing, and then they do the thing. Like it's whereas, there's also only five of them. Yeah. But I mean, with, yeah, with so Whereas
0: we just got like five whole new characters added to the team. <clears throat>
1: right. So I guess like, yeah, the conflict, there's a lot of extra conflict in Haiku because there was already the OG guys who the new crew is basically battling for their positions with. So whereas with Bakuten, it was like desperation. Yeah, to get we need you to get in
0: here, please.
1: Yeah. So there There was was also that
0: way for Haikyuu because then it turned out like, oh, we don't have an actual full team yet. Like we need more players.
1: Yeah. But I mean, like I meant like for the roster spots, kind of like who's going to be the starters and whatnot.
0: (sighs) My God, please excuse me.
1: (laughs) That was pretty good.
0: (laughs) No, I agree with you. And I didn't want to get like too, too far into Haikyuu because I do want to talk about it as an overall... um, like season when we're done with season one, I'll just have like two episodes left and I'm going to be eating my words in about 10 days. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to mention that we started watching that slash rewatching it again. And, um, we made it much farther this time, obviously.
1: Do you think we're going to watch our talk about Owl House? No, it's not not an anime.
0: (sighs) (laughs) It's not an anime. It's Alex Hirsch. We can talk about it right now. We can briefly say like, it's great. Loving it. It's Alex Hirsch through <laughs> and through.
1: Yeah, even though he's not, like, to my knowledge, he doesn't have any writing credits, but he voices several characters, and it's just, like, you can feel it in your bones that, like, he obviously yeah touched. He did a bad touch on the show, and now it's sick. <laughs> like, it got sick. Like, it was healthy, and then it went in there, and Alex was like, hey, and then it, it left, and it was sick. It went... Sick. <laughs> it went- <coughs>
0: Yeah, so we are watching Owl House, and if you're not, and if you're into that kind of... If you're into Gravity Falls, I we'll would definitely give Owl House yeah, a try. Yeah,
1: that's good. Hootie, um, hoot, hoot.
0: I feel like... Uh, I feel like there's some other stuff I wanted to say about... Um, either Shokugeki or Fruits Basket, but I can't remember. I just... If they do do a sixth season of Shokugeki, I really hope it goes back to more like focusing on like the plates and stuff because I really, really feel like while we... Yes, obviously character development is good and crucial. Like it can still... In this particular show, it can still be done via like their the way they learn to cook and their teamwork skills or lack thereof getting better and all this other stuff could be enhanced... By like exploring like character growth through it instead of just like here's a bad guy and by the way he has superpowers
1: right I mean I feel like honestly I wouldn't even mind if they were to take a hard right turn and legitimately have it be like yo it's been three years and they're actual cooks like they're actual chefs at their actual restaurants in like international cuisine and stuff and they have to deal with real like real shit of actually running an actual you know a a restaurant and a kitchen and -hmm. all the stuff that goes along with that and sure you can have all the goofy shit you know you can have some of it you know to taste you know you can serve up some al dente horniness if you will (laughs) and we'd all be happy for it but
0: (laughs) (laughs) just thirsty for that al dente horniness yeah (laughs) and and a a breadstick please
1: and a a, a very salty breadstick (laughs) Did like, you
0: know that um, the person in Discord from Italy also said that garlic bread is not an Italian thing?
1: Okay, <laughs> I guess. Blew my mind. Like, I guess, but I don't know.
0: It seems very American when you think about it. You're like, someone yeah. took a thick slice of bread, slapped a lot of butter on it, and then like went, mm, garlic.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I, I feel like it is a bastardization of Italian food, like bruschetta, you know? Like a bruschetta?
0: Yeah, are you saying that right, finally?
1: Well, I don't like saying it that way, but... Okay, but you
0: say a bacchio.
1: A (laughs) bacchio.
0: I'm gonna gonna actually kick you in the penis.
1: All right. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay.
0: No, but think about the way that a bacchio is spelled. Mm A-B-B-A-C-C-H. How is bruschetta spelled?
1: I don't know, actually.
0: B-R-U-S-C-C-H. So the C-C-H is a K. Sound, not the ch. Uh, It's not bruschetta. Well, look. Unless you're Italian American.
1: Well, my father is a fucking. (laughs)
0: My daddy.
1: He's a cook and he's very Italian. (laughs) He's like second generational Italian, so I'm sorry for taking the way that he pronounces it. What do you mean? So
0: the people above him were Italian, but then their parents weren't?
1: His bosses. (laughs) His gene bosses were straight from Italy.
0: (laughs) Right. So he's Yeah, my grand
1: my grandparents. So he's
0: first he's second generation American is what you meant to say. Sure. Not second generation Italian. I thought
1: you said you was American. (laughs) I thought
0: you said you were American.
1: Yeah, I guess. Whatever. (laughs) You know what I meant. Jesus.
0: I just wanted to clarify because someone listening to this might not know what you meant. Just because
1: I don't know what the hell I'm talking about (gasps) doesn't mean that people on the internet don't even know that. Listen,
0: I love you and your Italian denim.
1: Uh, oh, i don't want to think about me wearing italian denim because i don't like the it's jeans it was a jeans joke oh bestest genist or bestel genisto right wasn't that besto friendo no the the genist guy from
0: what <laughs> we switched places wouldn't that be cool if i thought to do that and then hit the space bar to stop recording and then made you switch spots with me and then hit record again and be like yeah we did switch places oh my god because <laughs> we're recording in stereo holy shit that would have been so good. That
1: would have been so good. I'm thinking about it right now, and it would have been really cool. I'm
0: thinking about Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk. I want to watch that again. I need to watch Jujutsu Kaisen again.
1: I thought you were gonna say we need to watch Annihilation again, and I was like, no, thanks.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um. Funny you should mention. <laughs> no. No, there was something on the Discord. One of the Discord servers I'm in about like. Um, annihilation not having been marketed as like a science or a, not having been marketed as a horror movie in america but rather like a science fiction thriller mm. it was very much not that
1: it, <laughs> it very
0: much was that but no, it was also it was, <laughs>
1: it was a slow burn that, that tricked you into thinking it was just going to be a sci-fi movie See, that, i think
0: that's what i liked about midsummer
1: uh, I'm I'm so all set.
0: Yeah, but you know that. nothing about that movie, right? Yeah, so there's like no trickery that. involved. The movie just starts out real bad, man.
1: <clears throat> right. Well, that's that's what I mean. Like that's the the genius, in my opinion, of Annihilation is that it it tricks you into thinking that it's gonna be weird as hell, and you're gonna be like, hmm, what's really going on? And then all of a sudden, it's like you should be very afraid of this film. <laughs> You should fear this movie. Oh,
0: you thought you'd watch this in the dark when the light's on? Yeah, that
1: was a fucking... Ah, got- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The cat, the cat <laughs> just annihilated <just> <laughs> you. He
0: sniffed my foot. And I hate it because I'm so ticklish. <laughs> he's
1: over here looking like he's got nothing but rocks in his head. He does
0: dirt in his head. He
1: doesn't even know what he did.
0: He no clue.
1: <laughs> and look he's at, gone. Look
0: at that paunch swing, though. Look at
1: though. that butt balls.
0: no. Hmm. okay so we were wow. talking about anime at one point
1: yeah and then that went fucking derail
0: oh my god um that was
1: very real fear you you look very sweaty all of a sudden so do you yeah you scared, you scared you? me because i was like i saw the fucking cat i saw the cat and i was like oh she saw the cat and, and then, then
0: my foot jerked and you were like the cat's gonna die right something
1: something bad's about you happen and then the annihilation theme plays in my no. head
0: oh. Which is just like
1: dissonant chords.
0: Stop. Um, yeah. Stop.
1: So anime, am I Don't right? Don't
0: make that sound with your fucking throat. <sighs> it sucks.
1: <laughs> your throat sucks, my guy. No,
0: the noise sucks. <laughs> your throat's just fine.
1: That noise anti-slaps, my guy. <laughs>
0: anti-slaps? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. you did you have to slurp that? I did. We're still recording.
1: That was a free bonus.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say a free
1: boner. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, it's none of my business what you do with that sound.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> oh god. Was there anything else I wanted to say about Fruits Spassky? I have no idea because I can't remember what I said about it in the first place. Um, I am looking forward to watching season two. But like <laughs> um, God I hope it's not as sad <laughs> Now that we have most people's backstories oh God I
1: hope it's not as sad You know it's going to be just as fucking sad no,
0: Stop I'm like laughing and like trying not to at the same time Um, Now that we have like most people's backstories Oh god that just means season 2 is just going to lay on the trauma huh?
1: The trauma trombone
0: <laughs> <laughs> You know what else was the trauma trombone Was Mugen Train and I want to watch that again too Yeah
1: yeah, I, I do too. I
0: hate that people are charging for it to stream right now. Like, you can either go out in the Philharmonic and maybe contract a... a I was going to say a venereal
1: <laughs> I mean, you play your cards, right? <laughs> like viral disease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah shit will go viral on YouTube.
0: Or you can stream from us for fifteen ninety nine.
1: Yeah. Go get I love VD. capitalism. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of VD. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, No, never mind. <laughs> it's
1: going to sound really bad if I don't ask you now. <laughs> okay. All righty then.
0: I was going to ask you if you wanted to go see the um Ten Rings movie this weekend, like we talked about earlier this week, or not.
1: Nah. Oh, who knows? Maybe. Okay. I'm Homer Simpson all of a sudden.
0: <laughs> that was really creepy. Was
1: it? yeah oh sorry it
0: was like almost spot on like close enough to where you're like yeah definitely you're homer simpson but then it was just like oh there's something not right about (laughs) life
1: you're not my dad it's like bart i don't
0: know you that's my purse
1: it's usually like you're not the boy but it's instead it's the whole reversal
0: oh my god
1: you're not you're not you're not homer oh no don't (laughs) it's (laughs) <laughs> it's like pulling a pillow over his face Shh. Shh. no, <laughs> just like to sleep, no sleep just dreams Ugh. this is taking a very weird turn
0: All right, so i think we're done i
1: don't even know what this energy <laughs> is that we've developed in the office today but it's bad and it's um, cursed and i don't feel I blame, bad about it but
0: i blame i blame the panini I hate it. I hate that the Americans took that word and bastardized it.
1: I never would have known, but it's now that so I know, bad. at least even just a little bit, I understand it's it.
0: So bad. Okay. All right. So that was August's Otaku podcast <laughs> episode. <laughs> Retaped. Yeah. Retaped. The like remix. we're like we're back in the nineties. Re recorded. <laughs>
1: back in the nineties.
0: September tenth. Okay.
1: Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.